The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the broadcast. 888-900-3393 is the phone number to the Blaze Radio Network and the Jeff Fisher Show. Today, the number is 100. It's just like Sesame Street. 100-100. Now, of course, you know, we have 100 days of Trump. We'll get to that. Because it's been an exciting 100 days of Trump. First, though, with uh, with all the things that we have, uh, luxuries, and some of them we don't even consider luxuries anymore, that make our life better each day, I was looking back at what they had and didn't have 100 years ago. And some of them are fascinating. For instance, say, uh, you know, in 1915, cocaine had only been illegal for a year. Marijuana was perfectly legal and available for purchase. Doctors regularly prescribed heroin to patients. You most definitely don't get those days back. In 1950, the word teenager was not in use yet. The constitutional amendment granting American women the right to vote had not yet passed. You most definitely don't get those days back. In 1910, there were just over 14,000 people incarcerated in the U.S. for first or second degree murder. The population of Las Vegas, 22 in 1900. I mean, then it started to blast. In 1910, uh, 800. And by 1920, they had over 2,300 residents in Las Vegas. So, I mean, it was booming. The average life expectancy for an American man in 1900, 48.3 
Women, of course, always have outlived men 51 to 1. I think you know why. In 1913, the first dedicated gas station in the U.S. opened in Pittsburgh. That was fast. Before that, selling gas was, uh, you know, a, a side business. In 1940, now that's not 100 years ago, my friends. Okay? It's only 75. <laughs> when the census collected information on uh, the plumbing in American homes, almost half lacked the trifecta 75 years ago not even 100 almost half of american homes did not have hot cold water a tub or a shower and a flush toilet right so half of the houses no hot water no no tub no flushing toilet Jeez. i mean i can I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, everybody's gone camping and used outhouses. But I think I can. I mean, I, I remember pictures of my grandparents, right? My grandparents, great grandparents, and their home with the outhouse outside. And I still have the uh, the nighttime potty that my uh, great grandparents used. So you'd have a, there was a, a, you know, you'd set the bowl inside the box a wooden box and so it was your nighttime uh urination bowl so you'd use that at night so you'd have to go outside and then you'd get up and take the bowl outside and hopefully you know you'd toss it away from the house in 1901 connecticut passed a law that included the country's first speed limit 15 miles an hour uh 12 within the city okay city limits is 12 slow it down In 1915, the Eiffel Tower was the tallest structure in the world. And it held that um, until 1930, right? In 1938, the U.S. set its first minimum wage. 1938, less than 100 years ago, first minimum wage, 25 cents an hour. In 1910, the average annual per capita income in the U.S., $332. Now, in today's dollars, that's about, you know, 7800 bucks. Still, though. Wow. In 1915, many practicing doctors in the U.S. had been educated haphazardly. Medical schools had become mostly diploma mills, and that slowly began to change when the John Hopkins University School of Medicine decided, you know, we should probably um, uh, make these people that want to work on other people be educated. That'd be nice. In 1910, agriculture was the most common industry Americans worked in. 1910. Most common industry, agriculture. By 1920, manufacturing had passed agriculture. Wow. I mean, that happened fast. In 1915, the three leading causes of death in the U.S. were heart disease, 
pneumonia, tuberculosis. 1915, canned beer, modern supermarkets, and Barbie dolls. Barbie dolls, of course, they had not been invented. Nobody cares about Barbie dolls or supermarkets we care about, but you could always get food. But canned beer? In 1915, the U.S. did not have an, an official national anthem. In 1910, seven Almost 8%, 7.7 of Americans said that they couldn't read or write. Wow. From uh, in 1870, 20% said they couldn't read or write. So 40 years later, only 7.7. Uh, we're picking up the pace a little bit. In 1900, only about half of American children between 5 and 19 years old were enrolled in school. Ending formal education for 8th grade was typical. And they had work to do at the farm, right? I mean, uh, half, more, Americans were, it was an agricultural community. Get out there and hold that field. I want to learn how to read and write and multiply and add and subtract. Okay, go count the rows of corn you're going to plant. Today's number, 100. Now, I think where we're going to be in another 100 years. I mean, it's going to be, you won't be able to imagine it. I mean, there, the future is, we're, what you're imagining now, you're seeing happening now, 100 years from now is going to seem like doctors were prescribing heroin 100 years ago. That's what it's going to seem like 100 years from now. Now, when you saw that the doctors, you know, cocaine had just become illegal in 1915, 1910, 1915, and they were still prescribing heroin. And you know what you can't find, by the way, because my wife has been looking for one. So if you have one, you can message me on Twitter. You can't find the bare aspirin bottles. Of heroin. They're out there somewhere. You can get the bear aspirins. You can get the bear. There's the other bear that they had here in America, but they nobody has the original, or I say nobody. We can't find the one of the original bear heroin bottles. There's remakes, but not an original. If you have an original, I'm willing to give you like five bucks. Let me know. But since 1990, think of this. Now, this is a change, a miraculous change in the last few years that's gone on here in, in the United States that's fascinating and scary at the same time. Since 1990, the number of Americans who have died every year from drug overdoses has increased 500%. More Americans in 2015 died from drug overdoses than from car accidents and gun homicides combined. Wow. In 2015, more Americans died from drug overdoses than from car accidents. It's the worst drug overdose epidemic in American history. Eh, Okay. Uh, Spurred, you know, because of the availability of prescription opioids and the influx of potent synthetics like fentanyl and carfentanil. Now, 
when you look at the charts of that, it is amazing. It is amazing how much uh, the drug overdoses has gone up uh, throughout the years. Uh, we just did that chart uh, not too long ago. And you know that it went up because you kept hearing about it. So you go up, but you don't go up that far. I mean, it just shoots up the last couple of years. I mean, uh, exa- I mean, 500% since 1990. Amazing. I mean, young Americans, and there's a huge, there was a big story uh, about the uh, uh, age divide of what's causing the overdoses and what age group you're in. Uh, so y- younger Americans are overdosing on heroin while the old folks are just taking painkillers. Okay. In 2015, heroin, not only do we have more Americans dying from drug overdoses than from car accidents and gun homicides combined in 2015, we also have for the first time in 2015 heroin Killing more people than prescription painkillers. Now, obviously, you know, there are still a (laughs) a huge amount of people dying from prescription opioids. uh, But heroin in 2015 killed more people than prescription painkillers. Now, there are some states, and we've talked about them here. You know, the Northeast is on fire uh, with this problem. But states, and so, you know, so is, uh, you know, West Virginia, Ohio. Ohio is probably, I mean, they're in a full-blown crisis. Um, it's, they have, Ohio has double the heroin overdose rate of any of the surrounding states. I mean, that is scary for the state of Ohio. And one of the problems uh, that uh, one of the experts is talking about is that a doctor can prescribe you uh, one of the painkillers like uh, hydrocodone, but it can't prescribe you the treatment drugs like the naloxone. And, you know, there's some states that are letting, are easing up a little bit on the naloxone prescriptions, but it's also the insurance companies, right? The insurance companies are like, well, You know, that particular drug is really expensive, so no. But if you'd like to, you know, give them some, uh, go ahead and give them some hydrocodone, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Heck, they can take, uh, you know, as long as the prescription is good, you're fine. But, you know, if you need it, use it. I know you can quote me on that. If you need it, use it. I am a bit, look, I've had a bunch of surgeries. I understand. I know about painkillers and I know what they do and what they won't do and, and how, and how to use them. But if you need them, use them. And of course, if you're using them on a regular basis for whatever amount of whatever thing is wrong with you, you're going to be addicted. And that's a strong, that's a strange word because it brings up meaning of being addicted. Oh my gosh, uh, he's addicted. Well, yeah, but a lot of the people that are addicted 
aren't breaking into homes, aren't overdosing because they're using it so that, I don't know, they can be a productive member of society. But it doesn't matter in today's world because you still get treated like a criminal. (gasps) You're on painkillers. You're a criminal. Today's number, 100. One, zero, zero. We'll talk a little bit about uh, our President Donald Trump's first 100 days. We have an interview with uh, Charlie Warzel from uh, BuzzFeed who covered the Alex Jones trial uh, down in Austin, Texas, uh, the past nine or ten days. And then uh, we have uh, we have news, something that uh, is just a new trend around the world uh, and on Instagram that is some people are going to be horrified. I most definitely am not. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand seventeen is gonna be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to the broadcast. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Instagram at JeffyMRA. Facebook is Jeff Fisher Radio. So my Saturday producer, Chris, uh, wasn't here last week because he was in an automobile accident. Now, those of you that have followed you know, my driving career know that there's been a number of automobile accidents that I've been involved in. So I'm fascinated to hear how other people get into car accidents. And, you know, because usually, I mean, there's only been a few accidents, you know, that have been kind of my fault, marginally my fault. Mostly it's the other people. So, Chris. Yes. First of all, you Okay. Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, I see you've got, you came in with the big wrap around your foot and your leg, and you're hobbling around here like you were actually injured. Well, you know, I got to do that for the insurance. Insurance scam, thank you. Uh, So, what happened? Uh, That you couldn't work? (laughs) Well, I I was waiting to turn into the parking garage, and some guy decided he just wasn't going to stop and rear-ended me. Oh, did you see it coming? No. No. All, All I heard was the breaking glass, and then what just happened? Wow. Yeah. So were there any automobiles in front of you waiting to turn in? Uh, no. Luckily, oh, uh, wow. that was clear as well. That, you're very lucky. Yeah. So 
for your insurance scam. What happened? Uh, so my foot got a nice gash in it from uh, the seat, and uh, they had to patch that up. So, oh, so you had your foot just the one the one leg back up against the seat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you hit the seat goes forward. You don't. Yes. Ow. Yeah. That kind of hurts. A little bit. A little bit. And that's the only thing? I mean, you didn't hurt your back? You didn't hurt your head? No. Um, airbag deploy? No, uh, the airbags did not go off. However, it did knock the covers off the airbag, so that was that it was interesting. Knocked the covers off the airbags, but they didn't deploy. Yeah. You might have a lawsuit there. I know. Right? Found my uh, the sunglasses I was wearing in the back seat. That was fun. They flew off my head. Okay. I mean, were they your favorite pair? I mean, did your mom give them to you or something? You had to have that pair? Well, they're prescription. I mean, you can purchase sunglasses pretty much anywhere in America. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, usually they don't uh, they don't fly off your head, though, uh, has been my experience. So. <laughs> so is the car totaled? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't worth much anyway, but, yeah, it's it's bent. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, it's gone. So are you like Ubering now, or did you actually get a purchase a new automobile? Uh, well, they uh, they got around to giving me a rental car on Monday, so I was without a vehicle last weekend. What? Oh yeah. Okay. And uh, but now I've got wheels and I'm hobbling so around. So they're giving you a rental car. Yes. And because they haven't given written you a check for the other car yet, or what? Not yet. No. And did the person who hit you, I mean, is this an insurance person? Uh, he had insurance. He didn't speak nice. English, but he had insurance. Nice. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. What? 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Welcome to the broadcast. That could turn into the word of the day, actually. What? Instead of 100, but we'll stick with 100 for now. So today, congratulations. Congratulations to President Donald J. Trump for surviving the first 100 days. Today is the tremendous anniversary. The wonderful anniversary. He said uh, earlier this week in an interview that uh, he he didn't think being president would be so darn hard, you know. Look, he was he was busy before with his you know with his previous life, but uh, now that he's president, he just oh man, it's a tough job. He didn't. He didn't plan on uh, it being so hard. But during a little uh, one-on-one interview on Fox News, uh, he reminded us of this. I think we're doing tremendously well. I don't think anybody has ever done this much in 100 days. So President Trump started off as aggressive as any president. U.S. stock markets, record high. A million Americans are benefiting from the retirement savings account. Right? He had 66 executive orders, memoranda, proclamations, 
He's going to sign another one today that is the same as these. Uh, They all uh, just issue for more work. We're going to do more studies. So all of them pretty much are costing us money. Um, The executive order, 66 of them notifying Congress uh, of a strike on Syria after it was reported that the country used gas on its citizens. And he, once he saw the video of the little babies, he had to do something. I mean, you could see it in his face. Dismantling Obama's climate change initiatives. Let's hope that actually holds true and they continue to do that. Uh, Enforcing regulatory reform, protecting law enforcement, mandating for every new regulation to eliminate two. Yeah, how's that coming? I'd like to just come back and take a look at that. Reducing regulations on manufacturers, placing a hiring freeze. And, you know, okay, these are all great. But what do we really want? You and me. What do we really want? Right? We want health care. We want to repeal. We can get to replacing, but let's get Obamacare off the books. I heard an interview this week on a local radio station with a congressman. And for the life of me, I cannot remember his stupid name. Congressman. Anyway, it's not important. He's just a silly little congressman, United States representative. Uh, he said, well, look, I've been saying it all along to uh, uh, repeal or dilute I about I about I about had swerved into the wall. Not, that's the first time I've ever heard anyone say dilute Obamacare. Shut up! Whoever said that before ever? You all got elected because you told us you were going to get rid of it, and you got up there and decided, you know, this is a lot of work, and we really haven't been planning. It's only been eight years since. Uh, you know, seven or eight years, we really didn't have time to work on anything. It's pretty much agonizing. Right? I mean, we want that gone. We, you know, his big claim to fame, the wall. I'm going to build a wall. He even said it again yesterday at the NRA. He likes saying it. Will it ever get done? Doubtful. Do we really need it? Well, you know, we probably we probably should have it, yeah. It certainly hasn't hurt, and and the the rhetoric that has slowed down illegal immigration will only work for some you know a little while longer, and then they're going to decide, hey, you know what, nobody's doing anything. We could probably just continue to go, and then they'll come back. So let's get the thing done. I know Ted Cruz uh, issued a you know he wants to uh, use uh, El Chapo's money to uh, start building the wall, which I'm okay with. What's El Chapo doing with it? Nothing. Right? Nothing. We've got a few countries in the first hundred days that uh, the Donald has, uh, I'm sorry, President Trump has, uh, you know, created uh, created a little issue with. Just a few. I mean, um, he's a great negotiator. And he's, uh, you know, he's a great, uh, a great person. Everybody likes him. So, you know, you find it hard to believe that uh, we've already got a, you know, a little beef with Canada. 
Of course, we still have the beef with Mexico with the wall. I mean, of course. I mean, that's going to go on forever. You know that. Uh, of course, we've got the beef going on in uh, North Korea with uh, little Kimmy. Now, uh, Kimmy fired another rocket yesterday just trying to, look. China needs to get little Kimmy under under control. Gene needs to go over there. Maybe, you know, order a cake from Mar-a-Lago, a big piece of chocolate cake, and bring it over to little Kimmy. Sit down with them, have a big, beautiful, thick piece of chocolate cake, and say, uh, look, little Kimmy, here's the deal. Have a little bite of your chocolate cake. There you go. Um, if you want to continue to eat really good chocolate cake like that, you'll stop firing your little missiles. Otherwise, we're going to kill you. And then he can go about his business keeping his people in in the dark, literally. Because it seems as though our people, especially President Trump, I mean, a time for they want they want to use military might and it's going to be ugly when that happens cuz Little Kimmy won't care. Little Kimmy will not care. And so there's going to be a lot of people in uh, Seoul that are going to pay the price. Right? Because Seoul itself, Seoul City Limits, I think, has, uh, you know, 10 million. And then uh, the Metroplex of Seoul has about 20 million. It's <laughs> a lot of people, man. Australia. A little beef with Australia, but he's you don't worry about. It. He's friendly. He knows he's a good negotiator. He can. He's the best. In fact, I don't. I he's told us himself how, uh, how how good it's been. I think we're doing tremendously well. I don't think anybody has ever done this much in a hundred days. And of course, we got the little beef with Iran. You know that's going on. Don't worry about it though. Uh, they've taken an aggressive position in the Gulf state. Uh, we got Germany. The little issue with Germany going on. Don't worry about it. Don't forget about the him being such a douche to Angela Merkel while she was here. Didn't even shake her hand. It was so, so bad. And of course, uh, he's friends with Putin. He's such a great guy, but you know, really, they're not. And uh, he's not. And we've got a little beef with Russia going on now too. And uh, so that's it right now. I mean, and really. We still kind of have the beef with China, except that, you know, they went down to Mar-a-Lago and kissed and made up a little bit with over chocolate cake, and so everything's okay, you know. And uh, the head guy from, you know, China, President Xi, uh, uh, said something nice about him, so Donald likes him now. I think we're doing tremendously well. I don't think anybody has ever done this much in 100 days. Congratulations. First 100 days. Uh, first 100 days to our president, Donald J. Trump. And uh, look, if you don't know, and he's been busy, right? I mean, he actually has been busy. Has he been, has he been busy to the point where he's accomplishing something? That is another question, right? But he's been busy. There's been reports that they got to keep him busy because he, you know, he gets bored. He goes down to Florida. When he goes to Mar-a-Lago, then he's on his own, right? He's out there golfing. He's able to tweet. He talks to other, talks to friends of his, and then he gets an idea, gets a hair up his butt, and then it's all over. So they got to keep him, you know, keep him focused, keep him busy in Washington, D.C. They, he brought, 
He busted in all the senators for their little North Korea chat. All of them came out of there going, huh? Because there was nothing new. Uh, it was kind of a whirlwind cluster. Uh, originally, we heard that uh, it was uh, uh, the turtle that called them all together, Mitch McConnell. And then uh, to give him a little update, and then Donald was like, hey, you know what? Mitch, bring him, a, bring him over here to the White House. Don't, don't worry about that building over there that you've got for a year, people. Bring him over to the White House. Look, I got nothing going on. We'll set him up in the back and we'll have a meeting. We'll bring everybody. You know what? I'll get the generals over here. I'll get Pence. I'll pull Pence back from North Korea a day early. Everybody will think it's where a war reason. And then, uh, you know, we'll have a little meeting here. So just set that up. I call my buddy. Uh, my buddy Frank's got some buses he's going to rent to us. They'll ship us over. Don't worry about it. So bad. And one of the things he said, I heard. Uh, I heard, and I didn't see this, so I'm, I've got to find it, where he said that he missed driving. You ever see Donald Trump drive? Now, seriously. Now, you've seen pictures of him with cars, but every time you see Donald Trump, he's getting out of some kind of limousine, right? Now, maybe he, maybe he you know, likes to take the, you know, take the speedster out on the weekends, because there's nothing like, you know, taking the speedster out in Manhattan on the weekends. But uh, I get it. But I, I can kind of understand that, actually. If he actually is a driver, which I barely believe, I can kind of understand that. Because while I really love to be driven around, and it's, you know, it's, it's nice not to have to drive, it's also pretty nice to drive. That's a pretty freeing experience, right? I mean, it's... I mean, that time is yours. You're in an automobile. It's your automobile, which you've either purchased, rented, whatever, stolen, whatever, however you got the car. But you're in there on your own going where you want to go. You listen to what you want to listen to. You're thinking about what you want. I mean, it's, it's, that's you. That's your time, your space. And that, I mean, that's the American dream, right? The American roads. We had the lady on uh, the Glenn Beck radio program uh, yesterday telling us that she looks for she's looking at the automobile industry as a beacon of how the economy and what's going to happen in the future to the country and her thoughts were that uh it's the next you know it's going to crash soon and when it does there's going to be big trouble well the reason that it's been propped up for so long is that that's the american dream right i mean freedom cars we go where we want we drive where we want. We do. That's that's the American deal. Automobiles. We're based on that. So if that goes away, oof, you might not be hearing uh, our president Donald J. Trump saying this. I think we're doing tremendously well. I don't think anybody has ever done this much in a hundred days. I mean, how can you disagree with that? I think we're doing tremendously well i don't think anybody has ever done this much in a hundred days seriously here we go this is the jeff fisher show on the blaze radio network
Jeff Fisher Show. I love driving cars. You know, to me, a great, a great event is getting into a car and driving someplace. I can't do that anymore, and I haven't been able to do that really since the primaries. Oh, see, see, that's so sad. So sad. I don't necessarily believe it, but you know, whatever. I, I guess I have to because he said it, so it's the truth, right? Because I. You know, Donald and I don't hang out. I know it's a surprise. But uh, I seriously do not remember. There's been some pictures. Remember there was a couple of pictures of him with his daughter on his lap, and everybody was figuring that you know they were all wound up about his daughter being on his lap. But it was they were sitting in the car or on the car or side of the car or whatever. So there's been pictures of him around automobiles. But I've never seen him drive a car. Uh, maybe he drive. you know. Maybe he, I mean, he still gets to drive the golf carts, right? So shut up. Just get a souped-up golf cart and security will let you drive that thing around. No problem. All right, so we have uh, Charlie Warzel coming up from uh, BuzzFeed who covered the uh, Alex Jones trial all last week, or last nine or ten days. And he had some fascinating uh, tweets and some fascinating stories about the entire trial. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to talk to Charlie. One of my, I think this could be my new favorite trend on Instagram. Um, people are now taking pictures of landscapes. You know, uh, Instagram. Everybody wants to take a picture of where they are, and they show their feet. And there's the you know there's the beach. Or looking at this, look at this beautiful sight. And there's their feet. Well, now the trend is they show the landscape, but it also as your naked butt in the picture. I think that's my new favorite trend. Whatever you're looking at, you can take have somebody snap your shot with your with your pants pulled down and your and your butt showing. And uh, there's some examples I'll tweet out here in the story about the new trend on Instagram. And uh, I I I think we might have to do some new Instagram trending. Maybe maybe we'll do that on Facebook Live this afternoon. Practice uh Practice the new trend. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.